You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, I hope that you're having a fantastic week. Uh, Our topic for the podcast this week is mostly going to be church life together. So we're going to talk about the church because that's what we that's what we talked about on Sunday. And so we're going to continue to explore that topic. And today I just want to talk about the the concept of the church is is not a it's not a building and it's not an extra thing. So our guests for the podcast today uh, are Cassidy and Brick Sager. Uh, Cassidy and Brick are part of my ministry team at Carterville. They serve in pastoral ministries. You guys are blessings to me. So, hey, thanks for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. So, Cassidy, uh, you're on the wrong side of the microphone today. <laughs> what the church does not what the church does not know is that you know normally you're the one that's kind of the executive producer for the podcast. You're lining it up and, and hosting it. Yeah. But today go. I'm hosting it, and, yeah. and you're a guest. So welcome. All right, Brick, Cassidy, glad you're with us. So let's talk about this idea that the, that the church is not a building. Let's just start mm-hmm. there. Um, Brick, you want you want to share a little bit about in your mind what's the difference like if somebody for, for so many of us who we thought about going to church or attending mm-hmm. church, that's um, a radical shift to read the New Testament and recognize that the church is not a place you go, mm. it's a people. Yeah, definitely. And actually, I mean, I'll illustrate that by giving a little bit of personal testimony. Um, man, this really changed how I how I saw the the church as a community of believers rather than just a building. Um, when I was just out of high school, I had the chance to go to Sweden for a Bible school. And when I was there, we were a part of a missions group and I was with a church planner in Stockholm, Sweden. And he was really a church planner of a very small church. It was this house gathering, really. And it was made up of... Syrian refugees and that was a really important time for me because we were there and discussing it and there was actually kind of a disagreement that came up and these young kind of Syrian guys and we were all talking discussing about this and I was like wow there's, I mean, there's a good amount of conflict here but what was interesting is as we left one of the young Syrian guys was like hey we have these disagreements here but we're united as Christ and we're united here, so can I pray for all of you? And he prayed for us. And to me, that was just super meaningful because it just, I guess, heightened for me the reality that the church is this gathered believers in this small little house church. Um, that Just these small little gathered believers going out, scattered on mission, um, and they were we were the church. I, I mean, I was very different than them. I was different than our church planner. And it just helped me realize so much better that it was this little body of believers and the people gathered more so than a building. And that was just a great illustration for me. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, but that was that's just something that's been important for me when I think about church. And I, I think making the shift mentally to recognize that you know the church is not a club we're a part of. It's not a building that we that we gather in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think moving from that concept to recognizing that the church is the body of Jesus Christ is made up of the people mm-hmm. and the Spirit of God inside them. Uh, changes our relationship with church. Uh, it really, it's, I mean, it's a major mental shift in our faith and our worship. So, Cassidy, have you have you observed this, like, I mean, in in your years, I guess, as a participant in the church? Like, what have you witnessed? Have you seen people um, engage in church in the mindset that it's you know it's a place we go, it's a building, it's kind of a thing we do? Yeah, I think something that I've just seen in 
I mean, in friends' lives and families' lives and just in just different areas, unfortunately, is just church becomes kind of like this accessory that we put on on right. Sundays and even sometimes on Wednesdays, but especially on Sundays, it's just something that we go to. But you know, our our Monday through Saturday living is not aligning with what with what we're claiming on Sundays. And I think some people call that cultural Christianity, whatever you whatever label you put on it. We just see this trend of of people just showing up because maybe it's a social club or it, it heightens their social status and and they're not really they're not really understanding or grasping what the church is or what following Christ is, unfortunately. And and it should be it's just becoming yeah, like I said, just something that, that they're doing just to just to do and just to say, Yeah, I'm a part of this. I, I go to church. And I would say looking back at my own life, they're probably I think it's very fair to say that especially in my in my childhood, you know, in my even early adolescence, like I probably had that mindset. I don't yeah. know if you guys yeah. ever engage church that way, but mm-hmm. I think it's really common, especially in our culture, uh, where it's particularly in decades past, it was just sort of expected that people would be associated with the church, you know, with faith in general. And even people were sort of generally reverent. You know, they may not go to church, they may not obey Jesus, uh, but they feared God. And they wouldn't be surprised if they showed up in church a couple of times a year or yeah. whatever. But that's a radical shift from that mindset to living as the body of Christ. Um, I remember reading a book by Dietrich Bonhoeffer when I was in college. It was over my head at the time. I remember, you know, everybody said, you should read this. And it was, you know, probably on those, you know, best discipleship books lists. And I thought, all right, well, I want to, I want to read it. And, um, the cost of discipleship is the name of the book. And when I read it, I thought, I don't totally get all this. And then I revisited the book several years later and it just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And the thing that really impressed me, he talked a lot about the difference in the visible church and the invisible church. Mm -hmm. In other words, the idea that you see a body of people gathering, that's visible to you. Uh, But you can't really see um, the invisible church, which is like, out of that big group of people who are there, who loves the Lord? Like, who belongs to Christ? Who's just there, you know, because? Um, and who's there because they're the body of Jesus? That's the difference in the visible and invisible church. And in his context, uh, he was in um, world, you know, pre-World War II Germany as the Third Reich was ascending. And as they were, you know, be- beginning to push their worldview and, um, and execute genocide, against Jewish people and other people. And there was a state church in Germany. And then there was an underground church in Germany. And Dietrich Bonhoeffer and other believers had to face like this really tough decision of, you know, is it enough to just go to church? Well, then just go to the state church. Or do we have to be faithful to Christ? The visible versus the invisible church. Uh, Well, he ultimately died for his conviction to follow Jesus Christ. And I admire the guy. You know, I think it blows us away. But I think that what I'd like to encourage the church with today is just from a text from 1 Peter. This is what what Peter says to a group of believers who were persecuted. As you come to him, the living stone rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. What I love about that passage for us as a church today is the metaphor actually plays on bricks and stones, right? As if you're really building a house. But the house is not a building, not really. It's really the people. 
and the result of the people gathering, people who are misfits in the world because they don't belong to this world, people who are gathering as these living stones built on the foundation of Jesus, they are a holy priesthood. They're worshiping Christ with a pure heart, and they're serving Christ, and they're making a difference in the world. So, Brick and Cassie, as we wrap up today's podcast to encourage our church family to be the church, uh, to not just go to church, but be the church, do you have any practical suggestions for our church family or any encouragements to them? Like, you know, if you imagine folks who say, wow, I probably am still a cultural Christian. I don't want to be, I don't want to stay here. Do you have any encouragement for folks as they evaluate where they are in life and their engagement to the church? Yeah, so that actually, I mean, like you said, how a lot of people probably look up and say, well, I'm there. And I have I find myself there in different seasons of life, just kind of going through the motions. And for me, what always what always helps is just sitting down, um, have, like setting aside a time just to kind of reflect and remind myself, all right, well, why am I doing this? Why am I here? What is the gospel? Um, what is this that we're, that we're gathering together about every week? And just kind of reminding my heart and mind about who Jesus is and and why why I'm following him and why I chose to follow him and and yeah just what what our Sundays and Wednesdays are about and the significance of them. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Cass. Brick. Yeah. Um, this what I'd say was be, has been something that's good for me um, is the idea of being intentional to connect with, encourage, speak into the lives, and be you know have your your life be spoken into by other believers outside of the regular church times. Now, that doesn't negate the importance of gathering together. Like, those are special times. But to me, something that's just very important is being intentional to have Christ-centered conversations and spiritual conversations with other Christians just in your regular day. Whether that's shooting a text and encouraging someone in prayer, or meeting together over a meal and talking about what we've what we've been learning, who we're discipling, who is someone that we need to pray for that doesn't know the Lord, um, and sometimes it's hard because we've and I say this out of personal reflection. Sometimes there's this time where it's almost awkward to bring up those spiritual conversations because you're that's not your norm. But being intentional to have and push yourself out to have spiritual conversations with other Christians just in regular life. Make it a part of every day rather than just those conversations that we have at church. Um, That's been very valuable for me. Hey, I appreciate you guys being with us today. So we want to encourage the church family. Remember, you don't go to church. You are the church. And every time we gather, that's special. I remember telling the church after uh, one of the tornadoes, uh, either in 2013 or 2017, you know, if if a tornado came and blew our building away, it has not hurt Carterville Baptist Church. We are the holy priesthood, the gathering of believers, the people that come together. Uh, It's not our building, and it's not even just our gathering. We are the church, the body of Jesus. So let's enjoy being the church today. Um, Let's lift up each other. Let's bear along with each other, and let's help each other. Thanks, Cassidy. Thanks, Brittany.